Hello, everybody. My name is Dwayne. I'm an alcoholic. My uh, topic this evening is, what does God look like? Maybe that will help me figure this thing out. Uh, earlier this year, I was driving down Sandy Boulevard, and my son was in the back seat of the car, or his car seat in the back, and he said, just out of the blue, Dad, what does God look like? And I found myself parked on the side of the road, and uh, I had my cell phone, and I had called Bob, and, and um, <laughs> I, I said, uh, you know, what is, quickly, what is, you know, what do you have to tell a four-year-old, what does God look like? Well, after some advice, I, I came back and, and was able to tell him, you know, I really knew uh, in my mind what I think God looks like, but how do you say that to a four-year-old? And... Uh, <clears throat> What I ended up telling him was that God looks like your friends, looks like your family and the people who love you and care for you, and that as you get older, that it will become more clear to you what God looks like. And that seemed to suffice him for the, for the time being. Um, in December of 1985, I was in my last stages of drinking and, and uh, drugging. And uh, I had been going over to my sister's house periodically, um, because I was experiencing some chest pains and I thought I was having an overdose heart attack uh, several times and my, my sister was a nurse or is a nurse and I was going over there because I was scared. I thought I was going to die. And she would check me out and, and she knew the circumstances that I was in and she would tell me that I was fine and hold my hand and let me go to sleep on the extra couch. And uh, I fell asleep there and I woke up... Uh, um, the next morning, and I was on my way out, and my sister's four-year-old daughter, Casey, uh, was in the kitchen, and I was, uh, I, she was eating breakfast or something, and I said hello, and I noticed that she had a piece of paper taped up to the door, and my name was on it. And I said, why is my name on that piece of paper? And she said, well, that's my prayer list, and I'm praying for you. And I said, well, why, why are you praying for me? And she said, Mommy and Daddy, tell me that you're having trouble with God. And that etched itself, it burned itself into my memory. And even today, I remember that just like it was yesterday. And it was 15 years ago. Three weeks after that, I was in treatment. She hit right on what the problem was. I was having trouble with God. So there I was in this inpatient treatment center, detox center. I'm laying on my back. I've got like 12 hours of sobriety. I'm, I've got my eyes closed and I'm detoxing. I'm shaking and I'm sweating and, you know, the things that you do when you detox. And I'm, I have my eyes closed and I'm praying to God. I said, God, if you reveal yourself to me, just show yourself to me and I'll commit myself to sobriety forever. And after a while I opened my eyes up and my room was filled with a, this big orange glow and it was seemed to be moving around in my room and um, I just couldn't believe it. It was just like the supernatural experience for me. And you know, my, my heart, my eyes, everything was filled with emotion and I, I was I felt full of love and and joy and, and the possibility of redemption to this God. And I knew that God was with me then. I did. And I knew that He was speaking to me right at that moment. Then I fell asleep. The next night, I didn't have, I couldn't get enough of it. The next night, I went to my room and I, I went to my window and I opened my window up in this treatment center, 
And I realized that the red glow was the, the blinking neon lights coming from the Gleason Street Tavern next to where the treatment center was. <laughs> my, room, my room, again, filled with orange moving light going through my room. But you know, I still was filled with hope and joy and had the promise of redemption in spite of the fact that the orange light was coming from the Gleason Street Tavern. I didn't lose that feeling that I had. Um, today, I know that God used that blinking neon sign to show me that he was in my life and around me. And it may sound silly to you, but that's, you know, that's how it happened for me. Today, I look for God by being open-minded and by listening, by watching for God's will in other people in books and in literature and watching for examples of, it, of how God is working in my life and how, how God is working in your life. That's how you're going to find out what God looks like. We can also look for God's will by observing and learning from our failures. It's been said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. We can learn what God looks like from learning from our mistakes. God does not have to be a statue in church. doesn't have to be a man's face in the clouds. Look for God in people, in your family members, in my case, some little children. Look for God in your fellows in recovery. And today I'm one of you. I can remember on countless occasions the book, the big book, and other members of Alcoholics Anonymous who, who God has used to tell me things that have helped me to make my life better. For example, I remember one time saying, I don't ever seem to have any money. And some wise fellow said, why don't you get a job? <laughs> I can remember saying one time, I can't seem to have a relationship that lasts. And some wise fellow said, why don't you try to be by yourself for a while? I remember saying to uh, in a group one time, I don't know if AA is for me, and some man, Harris, I think it was, said, AA will be here when you get back. <laughs> so what does God look like? The big book answers that question with a question. It says, why don't you choose your own conception of God? Thanks.